Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hey, we had a big mix-up. I just realized today, (laughs) I was looking at the calendar and I'm like, oh no, I think we're off. How did we get off? We got off. Jamie realized what we did. So we both read How High We Go in the Dark so early in the month that we were going to record early. Well, it was fresh in our mind. mind, And then we were going to record a second episode that week so that we had the episode for the third Monday. And then we'd already have the fourth Monday set to go with book club. Well, Well, we forgot about that plan when it actually came to recording book club. (laughs) And I didn't think anything of it and just put up our book club episode on the third Monday. Which was last Monday instead of bonus fourth Monday. So (laughs) if you haven't read it yet. Save it. Save it. Save the podcast. And then, um, but you've probably already seen it. Yeah. Hurry and read or listen to it without reading. I'd say over two years in, if that's the first time we messed up on a week schedule. I know. Then we're doing pretty good. Yeah, you're right. I can't believe I didn't even think that, though. It was just like, oh, here's our next episode. Well, I certainly didn't think twice about it until I was like, what are we recording today? And I looked at the calendar and I was like, Wait a minute. We already did that I think one. we did that. So yeah. we're off. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get back. So now that means you'll get two what's on your shelves in a row. Lucky you. Right? I got fun things to talk about. Let's talk books. I'm but excited. first, our book for October is... Daisy Darker. Can't wait. And that the author is Alice Feeney. And I was just reading up about her a little bit. And this is what I learned. She is a New York Times bestselling author and journalist. Her debut novel, Sometimes I Lie, which I just recently read this last year, and I really liked it, even just a couple months ago, Okay, was an international bestseller, has been translated into over 20 languages. His and Hers is being adapted for screen by Jessica Chastin's Frickle Films. Freckle Films. Mm. I haven't read His and Hers. So I need to read that one. Rock, Paper, Scissors is her fourth novel and is also being made into a TV series for Netflix by the producers of The Crown. I liked Rock, Paper, Scissors. You liked that one as well, right? I did. Yeah, that was a really good one. I did not see the twist of that one. No, me neither. But I rarely see the twist. I'm really bad at seeing what's coming. (laughs) And we'll talk about that later. Um, Alice was a BBC journalist for 15 years and now lives in the British countryside with her family. Daisy Darker is her fifth novel and will be published around the world in 2022. So obviously that's It now. is it's, here. It is here. And her website, this is on alicefeeney.com. She has awesome pictures. Like she has some great photo shoots. She's got some good pictures with books and I, I love it. She's got, she's got a cute style and. That's awesome. Again, we'd be friends, I think. I'm sure you would be. Yeah. So I don't know that she'd like me, but she'd love I you. I think she, how could she not like you, Sarah? <laughs> You're just, just so darn likable. A little bit. It's His okay. and hers. I wonder if I've read that. It doesn't sound familiar, it but oftentimes I uh, <laughs> find don't remember that, that you read something. I've read something and yeah, so I'll have to look that one up. And that see. one was a 2020 release. It's got great reviews. Hmm. I'll have to add it to my list. There are two sides to every story, yours and mine, ours and theirs, his and hers. I kind of just love that. Yeah. Which means someone is always lying. 
Mm-hmm. I have not. It's on my want to read list, but okay. I have not read it. So I've go. got two of hers now this month. So I'm excited for our creepy October read. Me too. Oh, listen to me. Yeah. I'm very excited. Me too. But today, today we get to talk about books that we've already read. Let's do it. And whether we think you should read them too. Jimmy, what's on your shelf? So I have read some good books. I'm going to start with How to Pronounce Knife. Okay. Which is, I, it's called How to Pronounce Knife Stories. Oh. By Suv, I'm going to mess this up, but I'm going to try. Okay. Suvankam Thamavangsa. Wow. Um. That's why he wrote a book saying how to pronounce something. Yeah, he, she. It's a she. And yes, we need to know how to pronounce things. So this is, it's it's actually quite short. 192 pages. I think it was three hours for the listen. Okay. And it's short stories about um, different people's um, difficulty in being like an outsider to where they live. Like those who have immigrated here to the U S and then, so now they're trying to get their bearings in an area that they're not familiar with. They don't know the culture, the customs, like idioms and all the different things you have to figure out. So the premise of the title is um, this girl the author comes home and asks her dad how to spell knife. And he tells her, you know, N I F E like, of course that's how you spell it. And she goes back to school and spells knife. And she was always known as the kid who didn't know how to spell knife. Like who knew there was a silent K in the beginning of the word knife. And here she had admired her dad and looked up to him and, thought he was just the smartest person and then come to find out he didn't know how to spell the word knife. And she was the one who experienced the embarrassment of that. And she, when she went home, she never told her dad because she didn't want him to feel as embarrassed as her. So it's different situations like that where um, you just don't know how to fit in and it, and these experiences of fitting in in a culture that's not yours. So it's, it was so good. It was sure it was so interesting. One of the stories talks about um, there was a mother who had a daughter and to make money, the mom there, she was the breadwinner of the family, she dug up worms. And you have to go early, early in the morning to get to dig up worms. And you got paid per like pound, like how many you dug up. So the faster you worked, the the more you got paid. And so she took her daughter and you kind of have to learn the ropes. And it's a lot like you can't pull too hard or the worm breaks. Mm. And she would wear gloves because the dirt, when you get down that low, is really, really cold. And the way the worms, like there was such a science oh that amazed me. I would have never thought that there was so much to think about. Yeah. When digging worms really quickly and effectively without damaging the worms. Huh. And then there's money in it. So there's a lot of stories of like work 
and like factory work and, you know, all the different things that you do to make ends meet when you're new to a country or area. It was really good. It was really interesting. I gave it four stars. That's How awesome. to Pronounce Knife by Suvankan Thamavongson. Okay. I think you did very well. Is that okay with that name? I hope. Awesome. All right. The first book I'm going to talk about today is The Clover Girls by Viola Shipman, which is a much easier name to pronounce. (laughs) Good job. You nailed it. Totally did. (laughs) Feeling really good about it. Yeah. Um, This is the story of four girls who met at a summer camp. And became just very best friends. They called themselves the Clover Girls. And they talk about this camp as such a unifying experience. Like, um, you know, everybody fits in here. There's there's nobody being made fun of or being left out. Everyone's strengths are magnified and spotlighted. And just the friendship bonds that they created there, I think, you know, they're going to be friends forever and whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, there's some sort of falling out that you don't know about. And now we're jumping ahead um, to adult times when they're now women with grown children. And one of their friends um, has died and left them instructions to reunite. They haven't spoken for all these years. And she says, the one thing that I want is for you guys to come back to camp and spread my ashes and we need to heal these wounds. So these women are all now in very leading very different lives. They're not at all connected, still carrying the hurt from what we don't quite know happened mm-hmm. at camp from years past. And you... At first, they're just coming. They're going to spend a night, spread the ashes for this one friend that they all love, and then go back to their lives. And then it turns into more time spent as they try to heal this their broken friendship mm-hmm. and decide what what where they are in their current lives and what they want the, their current lives to look like. And I really liked this book. It really did feel like a, you know, I don't even know how else to describe this. You know, when you, there's like the coming of age story, when you talk about teenagers becoming a teenager or becoming like a woman or whatever. Yeah. This felt like a older coming of age. Like, Like, okay. Yeah. They've already lived their life. They've had children. They have careers, whatever it may be. Yes. And it's just kind of like the next phase, the transition phase Uh into like, well, okay, I've given my whole life to all these other people, and now what do I want my life to be? I wonder if there's a name for that. I'm sure we there talk is. Coming of age is like prepubescent, going into teenagers or yes. teenage into early adulthood is coming yes. of age. Yes, but coming of I don't older know. Age? Huh. So I guess it would still be coming of age because it's the next stage. The next stage. Okay. There you go. But I I just loved it. I gave it four stars. I felt like it was really complex in that that's what our lives are. Like the older that you get, they are really complicated. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that go into the decisions that we make and how we might do things over and over and over again because it's just the way it's done. And how do we break those cycles that maybe aren't serving us? And maybe making big life choices even when you think it's too late. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just loved all those things and the way that they went about thinking it through and yeah. 
It was great. The Clover Girls is what it's called. Let me tell you the title. Or the author is Viola Shipman. Nice. I gave it four stars. Delightful. Yeah. Okay. My next one is The Overnight Guest by Heather Gudenkoff. I have some difficult last names. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Now, Sarah, I know you just read this. I did read it. I actually got it off of a recommendation from you and here I'm stealing it from you. No, I'm so glad you're talking about it. So thank you for the recommendation. (laughs) You are welcome. It was fantastic. Did you like it? I really liked it. How did you end up liking it? I really liked it. I think I talked to you before you completely finished or maybe it was just after you finished. No, I did not see the ending of it. This is a kind of like suspense. Yeah. This would be like a thriller mystery, a murder mystery. Mm -hmm. Um, I gave it three stars. I really liked it. So the premise is the small rural town. This is in the past. There were um, two girls, best friends. The one girl is sleeping over at the other girl's house. And that girl has an older brother who is going through some angsty teenage issues with the parents. And there's some arguing and some issues going on there and they're out and about you know in the fields and running around like they're on a farm there's chores to do and they're just you know the free days of summer or I think it's fall they're getting ready to go to the fall festival the girls are out they sneak out and they're out by the cornfields and they hear a bang like in the middle of the night in the middle of the night during their sleepover yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and they see a flash of light from their house and then they hear a couple more bangs. I think there's a couple gunshots and they run into the house and they find that this is all happening in the very beginning. They find well, they run away and they get chased. But don't they first come and see? No, because that's after she thinks she's safe. She goes back to the house. Oh, that's right. So they start running. Um, they see a person. They start going towards the house. That's right. Yes. They see a person with a gun. Yes. Like the silhouette. And they turn around as they start running. And they are shot after and they get separated. And so um, the daughter that lives in the house ends up, you know, after a while, after hiding in the cornfields, comes back and it's kind of safe. She goes through the house and she finds that both of her parents have been shot and are dead in the house. And she has no idea where her friend is. And that is the mystery of her friend is gone and her brother is nowhere to be found. What happened? Was it, you know, was it the brother who's been having issues? Was it somebody else? Was it, they have no idea. They just know that her friend and her brother are both missing. So that's a mystery from the past that has fully never been solved. There are thoughts and they're pretty sure, but they can't prove anything. And it's a small town where a murder has never happened. So the police really don't have any idea of how to solve this or how to go about it. They're doing their best. But this has just turned this town upside down. So now present day, there is a woman who is a crime like writer, true crime. true crime writer. She writes um, fiction about true crimes, N- nonfiction too. She writes about crimes that have really happened. Um, and she kind of needs to get away from her son and ex-husband. And so she rents a house for this time being and locks herself up to kind of research this crime she's writing about and finish her book. And in the process of being in this town, which is the town that in the past, this 
crime took place in, things start, the, the case starts getting brought up again. And I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. It was good. This is a high, high three. Maybe. Yeah, I gave it four. four. You gave it four? Okay. I, I liked really, it. I did not see the end. I did not. I thought it was, it was they did a good so, job. Yeah. It was so well done and great storyline. The Overnight Guest by Heather Gutenkopf. Very good. Cruising right on through. Right. Okay. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is called This Time Tomorrow by Emma Straub. Um, this one, have you seen that one? Yes. Has been on, I feel like it's been on quite a I few. I have seen it. And she um, has a couple lists. books out. I think I've seen a couple of her books on lists recently. All Adults Here? Yes, I've read All Adults Here. That's what it is. Um, the familiar. Vacationers. Yeah, oh, she's, yeah I've read she that one has as well. her quite a few. Yeah, Modern Lovers. So this is not her first book. Um, but maybe first for me. Huh. Um, sh- this is this was a fun story. I thought it was super interesting. Like, the idea is there is um, a girl. It's her 40th birthday, so she's a woman. Not a girl. It's her 40th, 40th birthday, and she is single. She is a teacher at her school that she went to growing up. Like, I think like a high school. Okay. And she's back teaching there. Her father is very ill. She loves her father. Her mother's kind of a hippie and left her family when she was young because she just couldn't do the structure of a family. But always, call, you know, keeps in touch. It's not like she's out of her life, but certainly not a caregiver. Mm-hmm. So her dad and her have just been all each other has her whole life. And now her dad is sick and she just doesn't know what she's going to do without him. She just needs him to be okay. And, um, on her 40th birthday, like her life just is not going anywhere. And she can't help but wonder about, you know, things that happened in the past and why didn't she end up with that person or why didn't she make different choices? And she is, um, stewing right Mm -hmm. on this birthday about all the things that aren't going her way and ends up one this night back at her apartment, but she lost her keys or can't get in. And so she ends up going into, there's like a garden house, like mm-hmm. a side garden house and just sleeping in the garden house. She's drunk and, and sad and she's locked out and it's the middle of the night. So she wakes up not in the garden house, but in her bedroom on her 16th birthday. Oh, Okay. So we've gone And back. she is her 16-year-old self. Oh. Okay. I hope to never experience that. She is so happy because she gets to be with she her gets, dad. Oh, okay. Okay. So she sees her dad. She, that was a really good day for her. She had a really good 16th birthday. So she is excited to relive yes. it and be it with him Yes, it seems surreal. And she has a best friend who is still her best friend at 40. And so she's telling, you know, she's talking to her best friend. She's telling her, and her friend believes her and she tells her all about it and she lives the day. Well, when she wakes up the next day, she's back in her 40 year old self. Yeah. And she's real, she realizes that it has something to do with like being in this house. And she kind of, anyway, so for she continues, so, and her father is still sick, right? Mm-hmm. No. 
Anyway, she wakes up and she's in a different place and she has changed her future. The things that she did that she changed on her 16th birthday. Yes. Affected her future. And she is now someone different. Okay. That's not what she expected. And she somehow is able to jump back and do it again. And Ah. she keeps reliving. But when it takes her back, it always goes back to her 16th birthday. And she is only there for one day. This is like Groundhog's Day. This is not. It is kind of like Groundhog's Day. Idea of a book. Personally, I hate the reliving. Unless it's just really, really good. I will say I loved what you they did. It. It's not okay. like you sit and walk through her day every day, yeah. but you get to see what she comes back to. Okay. What did that change do for her life? Okay. Okay. And how does she like realize? So anyway, it was, it was really good. I really liked it. What it made me do. I think, I don't know why I like this idea of like, what if you made different choices? Like, would it really change? Are things meant to be? Like, are there things that you cannot change? Right. Would they still work out to be the same way regardless? Mm-hmm. And it's so, so interesting because she can only talk to her dad at her 16-year-old self. Not She she comes back and he's always sick. Interesting. So it's very, very interesting. And, and slowly the pieces start getting pulled together. Yeah. And you understand more of like what's happening and why it is what it is, but it was really good. And, and what is the cost to going back and what, you know, what is the cost of changing or, Mm -hmm. you know, you might gain something here, but you lose something there. Anyway, Mm. it's very interesting. I don't know. Well, that's the big question. And I liked it. I gave it four stars. Fantastic. And it's called this time tomorrow by Emma Straub. All right, I'm going to kind of talk about two books, but it's a second, like a series. Oh, okay. Not a series, but a first and a second. It might There might be a third one coming out. But um, so the author of these two books is Karen Slaughter. And it, it got put on my radar because the newest book that came out last month is called Girl Forgotten. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. And did we talk about it on here? Yeah, and what a great name. Oh, that's right. So I have talked about these. No. No, but no, I just No, we talked, talked about, about Karen Slaughter. Karen Slaughter. Like how okay. she has the perfect the name. The perfect name for a thriller. Yes. Absolutely. Um, she, so this book was coming out in August and it was on a bunch of lists. And I was like, I've never heard of the original, the first book, which is called um, Pieces of Her, Andrea Oliver, number one. By Karen Slaughter. So I thought, well, I better go back and read pieces of her in preparation for Girl Forgotten. Okay. So I'm going to go back to pieces of her, the first book. And this came out, I believe, in 2018. And it's it's so, it's so good. It's, oh. So it kind of, it starts out this girl with her mom. Um, and they're having lunch. They have lunch every, maybe Saturday, once a week, always the same place, the same time. And they're just having their regular mother-daughter lunch. And um, she knows her mom is someone who's just been straight, straight-laced, lives her life. She's a, I think she's a speech pathologist, um, just really on top of everything, helped in the PTA, um, never hurt anyone, never told a lie, just your average mom that does everything she's supposed to be doing, living the mom life. And that day at lunch, um, somebody comes in and opens fire at the restaurant they're at having lunch. 
And all of a sudden, she sees her mom respond to trauma in a way she had no idea her mother was capable of. Like, mom went into defense mode and knew exactly, like, knew what to do to take down this shooter. Oh, my gosh. And so afterwards, and the mom is, like, kind of shutting down and not saying anything. Um, She won't say a word. But as the news reports are coming on and the police reports are coming out, she's looking at her mom like, what are you involved in? What do I not know about you? Obviously, there's something going on. Are you involved in this? Is there something you did here with this person that came in and shot? Or what in your past has led you to have that kind of a response in a crisis? Wow. And so she... um it's kind of life or death. What happens with her and her mom, they kind of, it exposes her mom to where she's lived this quiet, low, chill life. And she's exposed and her past is coming up. And it's a rough past. So you kind of go through like this daughter doesn't know who or what her mom is. Does she even trust her anymore? Because she's lied to her this whole her whole life. Has she really lied to me? Could this be true? What it, and what is it that like I don't know what she was? So the mom and daughter kind of they split up and they're they split up and not on good terms, and they're both their lives both of their lives are at risk, and she doesn't know who to believe. It's really good. I gave it three stars. Okay. So it kind of goes back into the mom's past. And what her history is. Okay. Okay. So then we move on to book number two. And it is called the Andrea Oliver number two. Girl Forgotten. Girl Forgotten. Is that the one? Uh-huh. Now this is Girl Forgotten, the second one. Okay. And. So Andrea Oliver is like the daughter or is she the mom? Andrea is the daughter. Okay. okay. So the mother so in this one, it continues on with what Andrea does at the end of the last. So where the last book. So ends, they do pick up like you want to read the first yes, one. You want to read the first one because then Andrea continues on with her life in the next book and what she does out of the events from the first one. Okay. The events in the first one lead her to make choices to totally change her career and her everything in the second one. So she goes down a totally different career path. I don't know how much to say and not say because it would spoil something. Uh, from the I first book. I, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know because I it's hard to know where one book left off and the other picked <laughs> up. So I don't know what to say. But she continues on. In the first book, she's just like in her young 20s. So this one she goes on, she totally changes who she is changes what she wants to do in life. She now has ambition to follow this and the, and in this and her new career and job, the past of her mother comes back. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. I gave girl forgotten three stars as well. They were both great. They both lead well into each other. A very good second book, which isn't always the case. Um, I enjoyed both of them. So pieces of her, and then Girl Forgotten by Karen Slaughter. Both three stars for me. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. My last book I'm going to talk about today is Meant to Be by Emily Griffin. I've had this one on hold for a yeah. really long time. I love Emily Griffin. I'm wondering, it. 
she sounds familiar, but I don't know if I've read anything. Something from her. borrowed, something blue. You mm. would know. Yeah. All yeah. we ever wanted. She's written so very many books. First comes love. I'm thinking of Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know why. That's I not the like same. It's a little slightly off. I'm joking. But uh, you, I think you'd know. To, like I'd know if I read something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, really fun. Like she's, it, I think she does kind of rom-commy type books. This one mm-hmm. was heavier. Like she, this is the story. Uh, you're following the story of two different people. Tell me again what this one's called. Meant to be. Meant to be. Okay. Go on. Okay. Um, so it's following this, the lives of two people from like their youth until adulthood. Okay. And it's separate. So you're kind of like watching um, the boy. His He's a Kingsley. He's like kind of like American royalty, mm-hmm. right? Without, okay. you know, his dad was this very famous guy. His family was just really well known. They had a lot of money. He was an astronaut and he died on a space mission. And so forever, everyone will talk, you know, everyone yes. knows him. His and, name is a household And name. he left behind his wife and his one son, who is who we follow, who is Joe. His named after his father. His name is Joe. And um, he has to grow up in the shadow of his dad's legacy. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. And he goes to all the best schools and he has all the money. And he can't, you know, you got to be careful and not make mess up. Um, and then you follow, you get to jump over to a girl named Kate. And she, she grew up an only child as well. Her father died in a car accident. And it's always been her and her mother. And her mother is always and forever just looking for a man to save them. Okay. And has brought in a plethora of men who come and go, come and go. And her mother always ends up devastated. Well... She brings she she ends up starting to date a guy who was a police officer and he seems um okay at first until he starts they get a little bit more serious and he shows a dark side and he become he's very controlling, he's mean, he berates his her mother and um even begins to beat her mm. even before marriage is just and and the mother has such a low self-esteem that she feels like she can't find anything else and he can provide a home that she's always wanted but she can't and so she marries him and kate is then living under the roof of in this situation which is really hard and she is determined to find her way out of this house okay um so you watch joe as he navigates like his teens and young adulthood and mistakes and with girls and women and, you know, not settling down career school, you know, school, getting his education. He doesn't necessarily do well. And, and all of those experiences. And then Kate, who is like doing all she can just to hide, yeah, but survive. And how can I survive and hide? So she gets discovered by a modeling agent. She's very pretty. And she kind of finds her ticket out Okay. And she becomes a model and on her 18th birthday, you know, is out of the house. Yeah. So anyway, you watch these two live very different lives. And then um, one day connect and 
and they end up going out on a date. And you watch them kind of navigate, well, is she Kingsley material? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, is what is the life that he actually wants for himself, not what his family expects of him? And can we f- find a way to navigate that together? Right. Anyway, it's it was so good. Um, I loved it so much. I gave it four stars. I thought it was just really fun. So the author at the end give, gave a little like author's note, mm-hmm. which I always love. I love that. She said that all throughout her childhood, she was obsessed with the Kennedys. Okay. So and it's loosely based on yes, of that idea. Yes. You know, just the idea of the Kennedys. I don't know that any of the storyline follows. Right. Um, and so she did, ba- like, Joe is obviously that yeah. type of person. And Kate's struggles are different. Like, you know, be- living and growing up in a home where you are constantly being told what an idiot you are, right? Like, right. And, pu- and being emotionally abused mm-hmm. constantly like that doesn't leave you just because you leave the house i thought that was Stays, super interesting stay. yeah like the way her thoughts worked and and you know good things are happening to her and yet you yeah. know the struggle and how she tries to save her mom and her mom can't leave you know just all those things mm-hmm. and then having a f- very famous family with very high expectations mm-hmm. and feeling like like you didn't earn that yourself, right? Yeah. Lots of things happening. And it Lots. was it just was really good. I like it. I just really liked it. It felt like just a really interesting story. It wasn't anything crazy, but I just really loved it. It was it felt very glimpse into like high life. Yeah. It was good. Um, I was just looking through a list of her books and I have read All We Ever Wanted and I gave it five stars. And you loved it. I loved it. So I have read something of hers before. So that's a great recommendation. I will read more of hers. I really liked it. I've enjoyed. And this one's new. I think this is her newest release. Let me see when it came out. I think it's very recently released. May of this year. So yeah. And I had to wait a decent amount of time for that. Like I think like a couple of months. She's got a following. Yeah. Yep. Super fun. Yeah. Is that all today? That's all I had today. Those are great books. I know. I'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know if you've read these or if you have a good recommendation for us. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Rate, subscribe, share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your your book club. club.